0: Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio Baseball Report with Gamecock great Kip Balknight. My name is Emerson Phillips. Glad to have you along today. Kip, everybody talking about basketball right now, but the Gamecock baseball team picked up a series win over the weekend over Alabama. So all things rosy for the Gamecocks right now, not just in basketball but in baseball as well. The Gamecocks took two out of three from Alabama and are now 5-1 and one in the SEC.
1: Yeah, on baseball is right where they need to be right now. They're doing everything they can to uh... – continue a, a strong start to the season ever since losing two out of three to Clemson. They've done a, a wonderful job and, uh, and, and and you're right. They're get, kind of getting overshadowed a little bit by uh, the basketball program, but it's certainly well-deserved. I just cannot be uh, more proud and happy to be a game cock and uh, so happy for Frank Martin and the players as well as Dolph Staley and their players. And uh, Congrats to them. It's just an awesome time to be a Gamecock and uh, baseball's, uh you know, uh, very, very important. Obviously, this is a, a, a very important sport to the university and um, I'm sure they'll start getting their attention. uh uh, shortly but um, right now it is definitely a lot on basketball
0: yeah it is and uh, you know baseball has carried the flag for this university's athletic program for a very long time so i think you're right i think once uh, basketball season wraps up which gamecock fans are hoping will not be you know for another couple of games uh baseball will return to the forefront as it typically is this time of year gamecock baseball still ranked as high as number four in the country and South Carolina picked up a series win in conference play this past weekend over Alabama. But it was Alabama that won game one on Friday, Kip. Adam Hill, the Gamecocks' Friday night starter due to this uh, injury to Clark Schmidt. Schmidt ended up pitching on Sunday, so we'll get to Clark Schmidt in just a moment. But Bama won 4-2 to on Friday night with Adam Hill, the starting pitcher for the Gamecocks. He worked six innings. Gave up eight hits, three earned runs, struck out nine, and walked one. And it was Reed Scott and Coley Bowers working the last three innings. Bowers giving up an unearned run in the ninth inning there. Four singles in the first inning led to two runs for the Gamecocks in the first. TJ Hopkins singled up the middle, stole second, took third on a wild pitch, and Matt Williams walked to give the Gamecocks runners first and third. And then Alex Destino singled to right to score Hopkins, Chris Kellen, would add an RBI single as well. In the top of the third, Alabama got a solo home run from Cody Henry to left on the second pitch he saw from Adam Hill. And in the top of the fourth, Chandler Taylor hit a two-out, two-run home run to right field. Bama added another run in the top of the ninth. Gamecocks had five hits in the first two innings, but just one hit over the final seven. So Bama came in here winless in conference play, Kip, but they take game one at Founders Park this past Friday.
1: Yeah, you know, that was a uh, – it's tough to get down 0-1. And, uh, and,
0: again, to come back and win that series is huge for the Gamecocks. So, I mean, uh, certainly a very,
1: very positive weekend. But I said this before, I really feel like our team, uh, to, to have long-term success, we're going to have to average – at least five, six runs a game. And, um, you know, I, I think our pitching staff at times can be dominant. I really do believe that, especially our starters. Uh, you know, I could see us having a weekend where we give up two or three runs the whole weekend and that's it. And, you know, we win some close ball games and low scoring affairs. But bottom line is the hitting has to be, uh, you know, it has to be there and it has to be a little bit more consistent. But, hey you know that's one game they come back and went on Saturday and Sunday and uh yeah you know, look, looking forward to
0: another solid week this week. Attended 67-27 on Friday. And then for Saturday, a sellout crowd, 82-42 at Founders Park in an exciting ball game. A 6-5 Gamecock win in 10 innings over Alabama. Junior infielder Justin Rowe delivered a walk-off single in the 10th to lift Carolina to the win. Gamecocks trailed 5-4, entering the bottom of the ninth. But they got a lead-off walk from Jonah Bride. And with two outs, he moved to second on a wild pitch. Danny Blair then came in to pinch run, and he scored on a pair of Alabama wild pitches. And then in the bottom of the 10th, Hunter Taylor led off with a walk. LT Tolbert single to the left on a 1-2 pitch. And a wild pitch advanced both runners. Hopkins drew a one-out walk to load the bases and then Rowe Hit a liner to left on a 2-0 pitch to give the Gamecocks the walk-off win. Carolina led 4-0 through six innings in this ballgame. But Bama scored two in the seventh, one in the eighth. And they got a solo home run by Chandler Taylor in the top of the ninth. Bama would take a 5-4 lead when they scored their fifth run on a double play ball in the ninth. LT Tolbert, three for five. With three singles matched a career high there for Tilbert and Will Crow, the Gamecock starter, got a no decision here. Six and a third innings, five hits, two runs, five strikeouts, and two walks. And Josh Reagan was the winning pitcher, now 3-0 and on the year, 3.2 innings, six hits, three earned runs, three Ks, and two walks. And then game three Sunday, a 4-2 South Carolina victory, attendance seventy one forty two. This game pushed up to a noon start to accommodate Gamecock baseball fans who wanted to get out of there in time to watch the Elite Eight game in Madison Square Garden on Sunday. So the Gamecocks broke a 2-2 tie Sunday with a pair of runs in the seventh, and South Carolina took the series. Freshman DH Riley Hogan went two for three with an RBI and a two-out RBI double in the sixth and uh, the Gamecocks got two runs in the seventh to break a 2-2 tie, so the Gamecocks, uh, in a ball game that lasted two hours and 29 minutes, win the series on Sunday, Kip, 4-2 to two the final, and we're starting to hear some new names here. Riley Hogan, the freshman D.H., had a really solid game on Sunday, and Gamecock pitching continues to be uh, very good. The Carolina team ERA is second in the SEC right now, 2.82 for the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great point, uh, bringing in Riley Hogan, and, uh, you're seeing some younger players get opportunities, and uh, unfortunately some of, on the pitching side has been because of some injuries. But I still think that can be a positive and can really help this ball club down the road and the rest of the season. And So for me, uh again, you, you look at the ERA, the team ERA of 2.8 second in the FTC. If we can score six or more runs a game, I mean, we're, we're going to be very, very tough to beat. So that's, uh, you know, again, they're, they're in a good position. Uh, you know, ever since losing the Clinton series, two out of three, uh, they've been playing some solid baseball. It, it's, it's, a, it's a long season, but then again, three, you'll blink an eye on and you'll be looking up. And next thing you know, it'll be two weekend series left in the SEC. So if you can continue to win two out of three. It'll be in good shape. And, uh, you know, this team, the biggest thing is they've got to, they've got to come ready to play every single time out. And, uh, you know, I don't care. Um, What anybody says, not many times in college sports can you just strap it on and go out and play and win on talent, especially in baseball. And I think that's what South Carolina's program has been built upon is just that will to win, that fight, that hunger, the drive. And uh, I think you're seeing it in the basketball program. I think absolutely 100% that team has taken on the personality of their head coach and Frank Martin that they are, they believe. And uh, they don't care who they're playing. They believe they can win, and they're hungry to win. And, uh, you know, it's um, it's certainly the same thing the baseball players have for a long, long time. It's fun to see the rest of our sports uh, fall in suit.
0: Gamecock junior lefty John Park picked up his first win of the season on Sunday with two scoreless innings of relief. And uh, Jonah Bride, sack fly, scored Matt Williams in the seventh, part of that two-run Gamecock seventh. Madison Stokes laid down a bunt, and the throw went to third, trying to get Danny Blair, who had led off with a double and a wild throw to third, scored Blair. So, Kip, we talked about doing the little things, you know, getting bunts down, a little thing like that. If you can execute plays like that, it's going to help you win tight ball games, and that's what Carolina did on Sunday against Alabama.
1: It is. You're exactly right, Emerson. I mean, this team, again, I think is pitching, defense, timely hitting, and execution. And, uh, you know, that's why it, it, it's – you know, you think back to, you know, the practices they have and and, and, and just being able to, uh, you know, take pride in getting bunts down in practice, take yeah. pride in working on that, take pride in being able to advance on a ball in the dirt and anticipate things. It's, it's uh, There's a lot more to baseball than just lining up and throwing at 92 miles an hour and hitting a free-run homer. Hmm. So, uh, you know, there's um, – and, again, those are things that South Carolina has – in my opinion, is what kind of got them to the top and, and got them to where they are. And they just got to always remember that they, you know, it, it, it's tough, uh, when a program gets as good as it is now and you get the elite athletes you get in, uh, but you, you've always got to remember where you came from. And these guys have just got to continue to fight and play hungry. And, um, you know, I certainly are doing that so far this season and, And I think a lot of baseball fans got upset when they lost two out of three to Clemson. Not necessarily losing two out of three to Clemson, but the way we lost them. But, uh, you know, you can look at it two ways. We could have either swept that series or Clemson could have easily swept us because we certainly gave them the game – or they gave us the game on Friday night. So, again, these guys have just got to come out and play hungry and, um, you know, keep continuing to play because – it's going to be postseason play before you know it.
0: Okay, Clark Schmidt returned from that mild oblique strain, Kip, and he pitched on Sunday, worked six innings through 72 pitches, pitched well, gave up just one run, only three hits, struck out five and did not walk a batter. He's 3-0 with a 1.12 ERA, sixth in the SEC in ERA, ninth in opponent's batting average. So good to see Clark Schmidt back. What do you think about him on Sunday, Kip?
1: I thought he looked great. I mean, six innings, 72 pitches, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better line. Uh, he was pounding the zone, uh, you know, with strikes. And, um, you know, I, the biggest thing is, and, and no one can answer this, but Clark is how does he feel? You know, how does he feel? Even if he may have felt great during the game, how does his oblique feel after the next day? You know, how is that, was he able to throw his bullpen? Things like that. Those are things that, that, you know, you can be concerned about, but to, to, to come back and uh, the amount of time he did, you know, hats off to the training staff and Brandon Cooper and, uh, those guys getting him back and getting him ready, and hopefully he can continue to stay healthy the rest of the season. That's he's definitely a key to our success.
0: Kip, if he stays healthy, will he return to the Friday starter slot? Uh, you know, he pitched Sunday last weekend, but we feel like that was necessitated, you know, probably because of the injury. Will he return to the Friday starting position? You think?
1: I mean, I highly certainly would anticipate that. And yeah. the fact that he only threw seventy-two pitches on Sunday. Uh, he could easily come back and start Friday night this okay. week. So, I mean, that, that may be something that, uh, ends up happening or they may just, uh, give him that additional rest and maybe pushing to, uh, you know, Saturday or, or, you know, when you get college baseball is a little bit different. I mean, cause you're getting six or seven days off in between starts. And once you get to the, once these guys get to the next level, they're going to be pitching every fifth day. So, uh, they, you know, the routines may have to change a little bit for him to make that adjustment, but he certainly could do it from an arm health and an arm strength standpoint.
0: Okay. All right, the Gamecocks 17 and 6 now on the year, 5 and 1 in conference play. Carolina's won 10 of 11 since the Clemson series, and Bama now 12 and 12 on the year and they're 1 and 5 in the SEC. So the Gamecocks play again Tuesday night tonight. We're recording here on Tuesday the Gamecocks play at the Citadel. The Citadel's 9-15 and 15 on the year. 7 o'clock first pitch tonight at Joe Riley Park in Charleston. And it'll be freshman right-hander Cody Morris starting for the Gamecocks. It'll be his third start of the year. Morris has been good with a 1.35 earned run average and 10 strikeouts and six and two-thirds of work this year, Kip. So Carolina beat the Citadel, actually hammered them pretty good back on uh, March the 7th, banged out a season-high 15 hits. And that you know maybe the most complete game that Carolina has played. TJ Hopkins hit two home runs in that game. Chris Cullen added a home run, and it was sophomore righty Graham Lawson, the Gamecocks winning pitcher that day. So the Citadel has struggled this year, Kip, and the Gamecocks are hot right now, winners of 10 of 11.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's a, a night where hopefully uh, you can get a lot of guys involved and bang out at double-digit hits and double-digit runs. It's, it's, it's tough to watch the Citadel right now. I'm really surprised their program has went downhill as much as it has. But... Um, it's definitely a uh, should be an easy win for the Game Cox and Cody Morris has been great and it's it's gonna be good to get some other guys involved in the game as well. And
0: uh, they got a quick turnaround and be heading on the road to go to Auburn this weekend. All right, yeah, Auburn. Interesting, Auburn opened the season with a 22-game homestand, but their last four games have been on the road, and uh, they did take two out of three at Georgia last weekend. So we'll get together later in the week. We'll talk about Auburn. Auburn's a good ball club, ranked 16th in the country right now, and that'll be a tough road test for Coach Holbrook and these baseball Gamecocks. Kip, how big a basketball fan are you, and are you going to Phoenix this weekend?
1: I'm a huge basketball fan. I don't think I missed a game when I was in college, and used to watch BJ and huh. Melvin Day, all those guys. And I am actually heading to scenic, so awesome. I can't wait. I'm uh, really, really excited, and certainly will be keeping in touch with the baseball games and watching those on my uh, iPhone. But uh, definitely uh, cannot cannot be more excited to be heading to Arizona and watching the Gamecocks
0: play. Yeah, it's a big deal. The Gamecock men are in the Final Four in Phoenix or Glendale, Arizona and the women are now in the Final Four which is in Dallas, Texas. So uh, Gamecock baseball at Auburn this weekend. And Kip and I will come back to talk Gamecock baseball. We'll preview Auburn later in the week. Kip, appreciate your time. Thanks very much.
1: Thanks, Emerson. Go
0: Gamecock. Alright, that's Gamecock legend Kip Knight, and I'm Emerson Phillips and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Basketball taking the headlines right now throughout the Palmetto State, but we we'll We'll be back later in the week to preview South Carolina and Auburn baseball here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us.